Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by the Cochran Firm in Boston Scientific, streaming live on YouTube, Facebook. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. How does it fit? Have, no. How does it feel waking up two and one? I mean, a lot of us predicted that. Although I want you to call in, B. Cowboys two and one after the victory on Monday Night Football, beating the New York Football Giants. We will talk about the standouts from that game, of course. You know what that means, right? When the Cowboys get a win, we're gonna talk about the standouts. We gotta have a cookout, man. So what y'all bring into the cookout? Come on, pull up. I don't know if you got paper plates, but we need more than that. We need more than Doritos. I need some of that good, that good soul food, that good barbecue cooking. Make sure y'all bring something nice because we are definitely having a cookout today, this morning. I don't care if it's in the morning. Pull up whatever you need. We're going to have a good time today. So make sure y'all get in where you can fit in because here's what we're going to do. We're going to get the roundup, right? We're going to come out. We're going to hit the cookout, right? And then we're going to get to the phone lines 351-999-3787 this is the raw reactions the morning after reactions to the victory as the cowboys improve to two and one we're going to talk about everything we could talk about before we dive into other things later on in the week it's a victory tuesday instead of a victory monday shout out to the bomb squad bomb squad how y'all doing this morning, man? How how's everything feeling after you you know you win? You now you're up two and one. We won two in a row. You're moving forward. A lot of people deserve credit uh, for this victory. But before we get into the actual players, and before we get into some coaches too, I I, I want to give I want to take this this time right here, this time right now, to give some credit to our guy Mike McCarthy. Right, he he needs some flowers right now. Um. Old Freaky Mike is what Jesse Alley would call him. He happened, he happens to do something that the previous regime did not do, and that's when without their starters. And we're talking about a decade, decades worth, really, of evidence prior to Mike McCarthy coming in here, right? Um, seven wins now without Dak at the at the quarterback position between 2020 and now. And that's not even to count the wins that they won without a Tyron Smith or at one point, it was, hey, if Sean Lee went down, he never won because the defense would get get uh, gashed. But his entire tenure here, he's been missing stars, it seems like, for long periods of time. I mean, think about it for a second. It hasn't been easy for Mike McCarthy. COVID year in 2020, all right? Then he loses his quarterback but ends up winning four games in 2020. The next year. Loses a bunch of players and still loses his quarterback for a game, but nonetheless dealt with a whole bunch of injuries. He gets COVID himself, by the way, the team did go out and win. Finished at, at 12 and 5 as a head coach, but he loses in the wild card round in a heartbreaking fashion. And all offseason, Mike McCarthy had to hear the noise. He just kept his head down, kept going to work. But if you notice, he didn't back down, though, in that offseason. And I appreciate that from Mike McCarthy. Enter 2022, his seat is burning hot, clearly, from the front office, from fans, everywhere, media, whatever you want to call it. His seat is on fire, but he just stayed steady, just stayed steady. Had a, you know, that coach breathing down on his neck, right? Had that coach breathing down on his neck, loses the opener and loses his quarterback 
and the offense just looks out of order. What does Mike McCarthy do? He sits down with Kellen Moore, and he says, we got to tighten up this play sheet. He publicly but respectfully calls him out to be smarter and to take a deeper dive into what we're doing here. Mike McCarthy defending himself in the offseason. Mike McCarthy pushing back a little bit during the season before things get out of hand. What happens next? Dallas gets back to their balanced ways. I don't think we've seen a trick play since week one. And now they've won back-to-back games with the backup quarterback while facing adversity in both of those games. Like, let's not, let's not forget that. There was adversity in the Bengals game. And there was adversity in this Giants game. While this one didn't feel like it was going to slip away uh, last week, it felt that way as they were kind of marching back to tie that ball game. But we have to give our hats off to Mike McCarthy rallying these troops. I know a, a lot of us in this Cowboys nation, we really don't. What do you do, Mike? We don't, we don't know what you do. Well, I do know one thing that he does, and that's try to build a culture here. He's not perfect, right? But I do think he he brings something different than the previous regime. And I think it's dealing with the adversity a lot better on a consistent basis than previously before. So shout out to Mike McCarthy. Drop some fire emojis in the chat for one Mike McCarthy. I'm going to drop a clue bomb for Mike, man. Shout out to Mike. I see you on the the horn here, 215. Just hold tight. Hold tight. Where are we at here? Oh, 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 no, not yet. We don't want the cookout yet. We don't want the cookout yet. We got to get rid of Freaky Mike. There we go. All right, here we go, y'all. Let's hit this roundup. Let's come out and let's talk about this thing. It's time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Hey, yo, hey, Dak. Dak talked to some reporters. I guess before the game. That's that's my take. Before the game, and uh, not yet before the game, right after the game. And he said, "Hey, man, I'm throwing the ball around." He was out there throwing it around in warmups. Got the stitches removed and told reporters. He's targeting week five in the return, but won't rule out week four. I think that's a bit, a bit of gamesmanship right there, man. There's there's just no need to, to rush back next week, and you just got your stitches removed. There's not. Um, I've always felt like week five was the giving return given return date since they didn't put him on IR, and that would be the fourth game missed. Week five, so then it would have been pointless to not put him on IR. But with the way Cooper Rush has been driving this bus, oh man, drop some bars. I don't think you need to rush this thing back. So take this week off. I know it's gamesmanship. You don't really want to tell the opposing team what you're going to do, but we all know Jerry's going to go on the radio. And he's probably going to tell the opposing team what we're going to do. Get your damn act together. That's just what he does. Mike McCarthy is going to be asked about it, and he's going to say, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to figure these things out. We're going to keep going. We're going to practice. You know, he's going to get out there, see what he can do, and we're going to get the game day, and he's going to be inactive. That's just how I'm looking at it. Look for Dak Prescott to return in week five. I don't think it'll be next week. C.D. Lamb. I'm pretty sure C.D. Lamb had a lot of us yesterday in that first half Throwing stuff around, not not literally, but figuratively. Some people might have been breaking TVs. I ain't never going to be that type. But 
some people were, were extremely upset, including me. Including me. The first half was just not great for C.D. Lamb. And Mike McCarthy talked about in the press conference, he said the plan was to get C.D. involved. They clearly did that. He had 12 targets. Probably half of those targets came in the first half. It was a rough one. You know, he dropped that ball. We'll talk about it a little bit more. And then, and then he dropped another one that could have got the Cowboys in field goal range. I think the very next possession, it was just was it was bad. He was on the sideline upset, and uh, he had teammates coming over and to get him back together. And that's what he did. He pulled himself back together, came out in the second half, pulled up with some clutch plays, including a touchdown grab, including the fourth down play right before it. And I think C.D. Lamb really needed that. Because I said this at halftime. I said, man, mentally, he just doesn't seem to be there. Physically, he has the, the the tools to be that dude. Clearly, he showed you some of that. But mentally, he just didn't seem, it just seemed to be in his own head. When CD gets out of his own head, he'll be fine. And he ended up doing that. And he had about, what is it, 80-some yards yesterday on eight, on eight targets and a touchdown. Really, the, the clutch touchdown to basically win the game. So... Shout out for C.D. Lamb for bouncing back here. And then Trayvon Diggs gets on the board after not getting on the board two other times in the game. He dropped two picks, man. And I, was, I wasn't I was mad at Trayvon Diggs. Like he was playing well in coverage. But that's unlike Trayvon Diggs. And Daniel Jones was begging to give the Cowboys the ball. He was begging. He said, here, take it, Diggs. A missile across the middle, he dropped one. And then on the sideline out to Sterling Shepard, it literally went right through his hands, which he's a former wide receiver. That was a surprise. A normal cornerback, I'd be like, ah, whatever. But Trayvon Diggs catches those. Eventually, though, end of the game, I know the wide receiver fell, but, I mean, that's still not an easy catch. I thought the ball was incomplete. Diggs gets his hand under the ball, completes the catch. Ball game, Cowboys win. Diggs gets on the board for his first interception of the season. I, I don't know what his PFF grades and all that stuff. I don't know what it is. But we're in week three. And Cowboys have given up one, two, three touchdowns. That's four, three. Three touchdowns in three weeks, which is tied for first in the NFL. Don't recall Trayvon Diggs giving up a bunch of plays. But I'm I'm sure his PFF grade is, is is 39 or something stupid. I don't care about that PFF stuff. Trayvon Diggs has done his job this year, in my opinion. The reason why your defense is playing the way it is is because of the pass rush. But if you don't have a guy in the back end that can handle his own as well, you get beat over the top. And Diggs has played well. So shout out to Trayvon Diggs, who didn't make, he didn't make, the cookout, but maybe we'll pass out some plates later on in, in the week. But he didn't make the cookout, so there's that. All right, we got a couple people coming through in the chat. So this is what we're going to do because I know how we get – I'm sorry, not in the chat, in the phone. I know how we get on the phone, all right? We usually talk about everything on the phone. So I'm going to hit the cookout first, Cowboys Nation. I'm going to hit the cookout first. Let's do this thing.
man, I wish I could let that play. <laughs> I'd have been in here two-stepping, electric sliding. Who was invited to the grown folk table? How do you not start with, I mean, you could start with D-Law, but we'll get to D-Law. Cooper Rush. The numbers may not show it, but I think this was Cooper Rush's best showing ever in a Dallas uniform. I don't care if it's preseason. I don't care if it's camp. I don't care what it is. This was a great showing. And you're only going to see 215 yards and one touchdown. But please do not let that fool you. Cooper Rush played much better than that. He was sharp all night. Should have been closer to 300 in my opinion. And maybe even another touchdown because C.D. Lamb, I think he can he scores on that touchdown. I thought he flowed well with the play calling too. Stayed within himself. Him, Kellen, and Tyler Biotish, Coach McCarthy pointed this out, seemed to be clicking in regards to identifying things pre-snap and just having it dialed up, which we'll talk about Kellen Moore as well in the show. <laughs> just a fantastic, I mean, one of his best, better games I've ever seen him call. But Cooper Rush deserves to be at the grown folk table, and that's why he got the chain on with the money sign. You know what I'm saying? He, he at the head of the table today. So shouts out to Cooper Rush, who put together a very, very sharp performance. And if he hasn't gained your trust yet, he's gained mine. That's, that's a fact. He's gained my trust to be able to hold this fort down, if not more, uh, moving forward. So welcome to the, the grown folk table again. We put him there last week. Cooper Rush. Demarcus Lawrence, it was only a matter of time until Demarcus Lawrence got on board, right, in regards to the pass rush. And this week with Micah Parsons playing a lot at linebacker, we saw Micah play linebacker a lot this week. And, and that's what we asked for, right? We wanted him to play more linebacker. It was D-Law who got the assignment on rookie right tackle Evan Neal and flat out whooped on him you hear me whooped on him six tackles for the night three sacks could have been more but he got dinged up and he now has 10 tackles on the season's season with 10 stops all right and on the last note for d-law if you go back and look at the touchdown run by saquon barkley which man if you look at our keys to victory it was just don't let him score he's going to break one out but don't let him score and he scored. But D-Law was not in there. This very similar to week one when Leonard Fournette was getting off. They wasn't running the D-Law side. D-Law wasn't in the game. Just saying. I know he might not get he might not get the sack leader. He might not be the sack leader this year. But D-Law is an extremely important player to this defense. And as long as he stays healthy with 11 out there. It's, we're going to give opposing teams hell defensively. Absolute hell. Flip back over to the offensive side, man. I got Zeke and TP. I'm going to put these boys together, man. I'm going to put these boys together because they belong. They belong on the field together. I mean, almost a perfect split between those two. 64 uh, snaps, or 64% of the snaps from Zeke, 44% from Tony Pollard. And they were effective all over the field. 
I know Pollard gets a lot of uh, slack because they say he can't run between tackles. It's back-to-back games. Now he's proven that wrong. He's had a ton of good carries between the tackles. 105 yards on 13 carries. Zeke, 73 yards on 15 carries and a Zeke-like touchdown. It might not. I know a lot of people want Zeke to get 25, 30 carries or what have you. I don't necessarily think that needs to happen. Uh, I don't know if it was on the show on on yesterday morning or if it was on a pregame show. I'm okay with the split of TP getting 13 carries and Zeke getting 17, 18 carries. The target number per Mike McCarthy is to get 30 carries. They got 28, and they rushed for 173, 78 yards combined. If you if you do that, we know the numbers, right? <laughs> we know the numbers for the Dallas Cowboys. They usually win ball games. And not only, again, were they productive in the interior, they were productive on the edges, and I would love to see Kellen continue to do it. Kellen, Kellen is another dude that we got to talk about, and we will, I'm pretty sure. We got callers in the chat. There's a lot of things to get at, but it's the grown folk table. And, and while Kellen ain't invited to the grown folk table just quite yet, should we invite him on a walk? <laughs> should we invite him on I don't even know if Kellen. Did y'all see Kellen mouth, mouth uh, his frustrations yesterday when they didn't call that hold on Noah Brown? <laughs> Kellen was like, come on, man. What the heck? <laughs> we can't invite Kellen on the walk, man. Kellen might mess around and call the police. Nah, nah. But, 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 but Kellen, we can give him a plate. We can give him a plate. Now, Noah Brown, we can... <laughs> We can invite to the walk. <laughs> Tell Noah to pull up. So I got I got Noah on the walk. Man, I so badly want to invite Tyler, Tyler Smith, but but Cowboys Nation, Tyler Smith don't seem a type that really care for the walk. You know what I mean? Like I excuse my language. <laughs> Tyler don't want to walk. But you know who do? Jason Peters. Oh, bring Jason Pe- Jason Peters coming on Ottawa. I don't care if he even want to partake in what we do here. But that's Debo walking down. Did you see what Jason Peters did? Jason Peters, after the game, won into the scrum. I guess it was a fight or something like that. Strapped up his helmet. I, I'm telling you, he told Tyler Smith, hey, young fella, put that thing on. Made Tyler Smith strap up his helmet and was ready for the smoke. I just love having Jason Peters around, man. I knew I knew he was going to have this type of mentality. Now, he did play 14 snaps, and I, I can't wait to watch the film today just in general. Um, ah, there were so many good play calls I hope we go back to, and I hope we use some actions off of um, from that game, but I want to see Jason's 14 snaps. We all know the inf- not infamous the the snap that got Tony Pollard uh, broke away for 46 yards. Jason Peters gets upfield a bit. That linebacker dives back in into the B gap, and Jason Peters just walls him off and falls on him. I know his ribs got to be hurt. Tyler Smith, I think he pulled or he just kind of went out, and he sealed off the edge, and boom, Tony Pollard shoots up the uh, up the middle or right off of Jason Peters for 46 yards. I like having those two over there. I wanted it to be flipped, but I, I, I will reserve judgment till I go see the uh, the tape. But, I mean, 
I don't recall too much pressure. I don't I, at all in general, really, from from the the Giants. So and there was running lanes, but again, when I'm watching, I'm watching as a fan, and I'm gonna be honest with you, that was the only play I vivid. No, it was a pass play. I also vividly remember Jason Peterson. But I'm just so dialed in as a fan. I didn't even realize who was at left guard for most of the damn time. I'm just dialed in play by play. So I got to go back and watch the tape. But I would imagine for those out there, he he had to play. He had to play fine. I mean, <laughs> look at the rushing yards. Look at the, the the pressures. They didn't even sack Cooper Rush. They barely even touched him on that play where it was a play action. I don't know what their call was, bro. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Nobody rushed Cooper Rush, and he had he could have played dominoes back there. C.D. Lamb gets wide open, and C.D. Lamb drops the ball. Can't drop the ball, C.D. You cannot drop the ball, C.D. But man, just just so many good things to come out of this game. Um, not only the victory, but just individual players, and that's just what four or five of them I talked about at the cookout. There's there's so many more we're going to dive into throughout the week, and it'll be a bit of a longer week talking about this game because we played on Monday. So we'll talk about it today. We'll dive into the film Tuesday or Wednesday. See, I'm already messed up on Wednesday. And then Thursday, Friday, we'll we'll start talking about the uh, Washington football people. But rejoice, Cowboys Nation. Dallas gets the dub 23 to 16 and they improve to two and one. All right. Enough of me talking. Let's jump into these phone lines. Pulse in the Nation phone lines presented by the Cochran Firm. Since 2005, our guys Brian and Larry Pope have been fighting for the Cochran Firm for the Dallas-Fort Worth area community. Not just the Cochran Firm. They handle the most challenging civil cases, and their civil cases are handled on a contingent fee basis. If there is no financial recovery, then they charge no fee. So if you do have questions or you do need legal advice or you need legal assistance, hit up the Cochran Firm if you're in the DFW area or Houston at 1-800-THE-FIRM or schedule your free consultation today at CochranTexas.com. All right, we had 215. Man, you was in here before I even opened up this thing. Wh- which Glenn is up, this? Matthew? This is Glenn from Philly, my man. Gl- oh, there it is. 215. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. There's so many Glens, bro. I'll I, I be forgetting how many Glens it is, man. But how you doing? How you feeling this morning after this victory, this Monday night victory? Hey, Scott, stop drawing on 215. Stop drawing, man. <laughs> They keep bringing it back. <laughs> they don't know what you're talking about, man. What you talking about? Hey, hey, I'm feeling good. This is a happy Tuesday morning. 100%. I'm glad I'm able to get to talk to you. Excellent game. Dan Quinn gets the game ball along with D-Law. They got to get the game ball. Dan Quinn, excellent. Excellent game plan. Um, I would like to come back to Dan Quinn at the end of this conversation because I want to bring up something from last week. Um, But um, keep it moving. Um, I called a couple of plays last night, not trying to be Nostradamus, but um, I did call the tight end. Um, It's in in D-Laws. A couple of people was agreeing with me. Weren't using the tight end. We finally used the tight end on that that drive when he he snuck out. I, I I kept texting, sneak the tight end out. Sneak the tight end out. They finally got the tight end out. But um, I was texting all night, um, C-D-U-O-S-U-O-S. So on that last drive, I said we're going to use some clock, and we're going to hit C-D for 30-yard T-D. We used clock. He got a 26-yard pass or 28, and then he took it in from the one. So it was almost like a 30-yard T-D. Before you move on from that play, 
that that is when it was happening. I said, "Oh, orbit motion by Tony Pollard coming back, and he's going out for a route." I said, "I said, I said, uh, Jesse, somebody gonna be open." This happened a little bit against, uh, I think it was the Eagles last year at home early in the season. And boom, CD Lamb wide open. I, I can't wait to go revisit that play. That might that might be one of my favorite play calls from uh, Kellen Moore that I've seen in his entire three years here in Dallas. I, we hadn't seen that this year yet. I agree. That, that was beautiful. Kellen, he stepped up on that one. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. I love what we saw from the backs, the running backs. Um, it, it just it just was a good game all, oh, all over. You know that third that third and one. I was cussing the TV out. I'm like, why are you being cute? Yeah, we could have that... closed that game out. We could have closed the game out on that drive. Yeah, that that's the one thing but... that, that if you had to nitpick, right? Like that's the that's the one call. <laughs> like you you got two. Yeah. Kellen, Kellen going to have a head scratcher. You know, once or twice a game and make you say, come on, man, what you doing? You're running the ball amazingly and you try to throw it there. Uh, but but if if it's just one. I'll, I'll live with it, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll live with it. I'll live with yeah, it. Now, live before I let you go, I want to uh, address what I uh, what I brought up last week. People was clowning me, thought I was crazy. Was it Dan Quinn? Back to the back to the Mike. Yeah, back to the oh. Michael Parsons and Dan Quinn. You disagree with me? I believe. What was saw it? last what, night? What was it? What did I disagree with you before we, you well, go? Well, it it was. Um, the fact that you don't have to send Micah on every play. Rest him a little during the game. You can rest him on the field. You don't have to send him on every play. No, no, no. I don't, I don't disagree with that, brother. I, I don't know if you watched uh-huh. the show, but I said Mike. I said Micah Parsons is going to have to play some middle linebacker this week against, against the Giants because of Saquon Barkley. And then when it comes to third down, you need to rush him. There's no putting Micah on the, putting Micah on the bench or – letting him play linebacker, rush him. But all week we talked about Micah Parsons playing linebacker. Okay, well I didn't I didn't I didn't watch, I couldn't catch you guys this week, mm. but I'm going back to the the first game of the season and Quinn proved that he can send pressure, he can confuse the offense without sending Micah on every third down. I just would like to see on some third downs you outbox you're breaking up. Say again. Or if you if we face Brady again in the playoff, or someone like a mind like a Rogers, I just would love for us to send Micah throughout the game here and there. But on that third down, when you know it's a slant, when you know it's a slant, Micah rushing and have him drop back in that slant area. It's a pick. I'm telling you, Scott Watt from Pittsburgh does it very often. It's a pick. Okay. You gotta outfox the fox. Third down I'm, for I'm the game, do, you I'm, want Michael Parsons dropping. Not for the game. Throughout uh, the game in a third in, in third quarter. Oh. In the third quarter on a good job. They get their forty. He, third if, and if I'm not the mistaken, I, I believe he's dropped in coverage before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not this ain't this isn't some revelation. Just saying, if you go back to that Tampa game, and then him all game, and he was gassed. This is the first game of the season. His win is not up. He just was sending, sending, sending. I was saying throughout the game, just drop him back a little bit. It goes to show you at the last two plays, he had no win. He's got they scored the touchdown on the pass and the two point conversion because mm. he had nothing left. All I'm saying is, throughout a game like that. 
you can rest them on the field, not on no, the bench. No, no, no. I hate that. Ter- don't do that. I got into it with somebody else. You don't rest. There's no resting on the field. Not, I, that, you, not do literally. Not, God, listen, not literally rest. Listen, bro. You know what I mean. I don't know why I you're mean, hammering this home. Micah Parsons <laughs> needs to be coming forward on third downs. If you want to trick a guy okay. once or twice in a game, that's fine. He's He's done that throughout his first year and some change in Dallas. This is nothing new. But Dallas did right. that with Donovan Wilson in week one. They crowded the line of scrimmage, and instead of Donovan, he sugared the A-gap. Instead of Donovan Wilson coming, he fell back in the slant lane, and mm-hmm. guess what he got? An interception. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, I, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to drop back Michael one or two times, that's not going to save Michael Parsons from being, you know, oh, he's tired. Now he's not tired because he dropped back once. I think we're, we're just reaching here to be right. But in, on third downs, I don't think anybody would say, hey, drop Michael Parsons. I'm never doing that. I'm sorry. Unless – I don't even know what unless. I'm just saying. I'm sending Micah. I mean, if it's third and two or something and you want to sugar and then drop back, sure. But, whew, man, I mean, you're taking him away from what he does best, man. All right. I'm just saying a quick release like Brady. Micah's not going to get to him anyway. Oh, you're Might right. Have a better chance at yeah. the end of He's not going to get to him, but he got to him twice, man. <laughs> Appreciate the call, good brother. All right, Scott. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Let's get my guy Mel right, on the horn. What's up with you, Mel? King Scott, what it do, dog? What's good, man? Man, great game yesterday, man. Great game. Great game from D-Law. And uh, I don't know if you invited him to the cookout, man, but Doris Armstrong, bro. Um, you're gonna get another plate probably, but we will save that for we'll save that for for the latter, man. I mean, you'll probably get a plate, but but how do I take off? Who do I take off? Rush had a very sharp game. Uh, D Law had three sacks. TP and Zeke pretty much controlled that game. I guess I could have added him there, but well, we know we're gonna go back. We're gonna watch, and he'll probably get a plate. He got a plate last week. You know what I mean, block, block field goal, two yeah. sacks. I think one. I think one of them might have got called. Yeah, back, he got yeah, one sack on the stat sheet. But I was so hoping he got that other one so I could be like Demarcus or not Demarcus. Dorch Armstrong is on pace for twenty plus sacks, but I didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, my. You know what, man? I've been wanting to tell you about that forever. When when uh, when he said he's on pace for thirty sacks, and uh, Jesse says, "Man, you tripping?" You go, "Well, tell me how he doesn't get it." Like you was dead set serious. I'm like, dead serious, I don't bro. See how he doesn't get the thirty sacks. But if he didn't have what he had, which I'm not at liberty to say, I still think he would have. I think he would have got home, bro. As many times as Daniel Jones was running around out there, and as many times as as Michael Parsons had to come off the field because of, of the situation, he was not playing 100. percent He said I was at 60, percent which is ridiculous. I almost put him at the cookout just because of what he did at 60. percent But if he's not ailing from anything physically, man, Mike are getting home every game, bro. Every game. <laughs> yeah, definitely for sure, man, for sure. Um, uh, C.D. Lamb, man, I know you're probably tempted to maybe invite him to the cookout, but um, I still I think C.D. You <laughs> thought I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't because it was, it was a, you know, he had a good second half, but the first half was so bad. The guys that I have on there played well throughout the game, and I wanted to be fair to those guys. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Man, but CD, man, I love the way he bounced back. I still think that CD is a very, very good NFL-level receiver, man. I think people get too caught up in wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and all of those things. 
The conference has been locked. Sorry for you, man. Whatever, whatever, wherever that puts him, it puts him. But I think CD can still be a go-to wide receiver. He just has yeah. to get the mental part of the game. He just has to get the mental part of the game down. Once he does that, man, I, I think we look, we looking at a guy we can definitely go to, man. Um, go ahead. No, that's that's all it, it's really been about with CD. How many times have we said, man, he's got the talent? You know what I'm saying? He can physically do everything you want your one wide receiver to do. It's just the mental game. How How is he going to adjust mentally to being that guy, to having that pressure? And the first few weeks, you can see it weighing on him in his game. And then the first two quarters, two weeks and two quarters, you saw it weighing on him in his game. He he so desperately needed that second half, and I'm hoping that that carries over moving forward because he obviously can be a 10-plus target a game guy. Easy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But man, uh, my last one is Kellen Moore, man. The the thing the thing I love about you, Sky, that that I really do admire, it's a lot of guys out here. They care whether they're right or wrong. I don't care about this. And when they're wrong, <laughs> <laughs> no, man, for real, it's a lot of these guys. They really care whether they're right or wrong. And even when they're wrong, they don't want to say they're wrong. Or they try to skew it to where they wasn't wrong or whatever. You don't care, bro. You don't care. If you was like, hey, I don't believe in Kellen Moore, but Kellen Moore go, go out there and do a great job, you're going to come on here and say, Kellen did a great job yesterday. Of, oh you're not going to try to misinform the viewers or anything like that, bro. If if you saying, hey, I don't believe that uh, Jason Peters should be at guard and we should move him to tackle and move such and such inside, if what they do works, you're going to come on and you're going to say, hey, that worked. worked. It worked. That worked. Uh-huh. You're not going to come on here and lie and try to skew it to make it look like, you know, they was wrong and you was right and none of that, bro. I really do admire that about you, man. And so on that on that topic, Kellen Moore, bro, he did a good job yesterday calling the game. The balance was there. Oh, the man. uh the mix between Zeke and Pollard was there. The the type of throws was there. It, no no double reverse inside uh, the 10-yard line. None of that, man. It, I thought he did a really, really solid job. I hope he calls the games like that going forward, bro. When's the last time we've seen a trick play? Week one. Week, Week one. one. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I can't wait to go watch it, but there were so many different plays I kept looking over. I was like, oh, man, I, that, that was a nice play. Getting Tony Pollard on the edge in different ways. Um, the the play, I mean, I don't know how many play actions he had, but I felt like there were more play actions in this game than previously. He stuck to the one of the things that we were concerned about. Will he stick with the run? Right, he stuck with the run. He's been so balanced these last two games, and it's you have to. Now I'm gonna give Kellen credit because he's out there calling that too. But the reason why I gave Mike McCarthy credit because I think personally, now I don't have any inside information on this, but when Mike McCarthy calls him out publicly, I also think. Inside that building, he sat uh, Kellen Moore down and said, hey, man, listen, I understand, you know, you want to be Wiz, kid. I understand you want to do all these things, but you can be creative while also being simple. Keep it simple, stupid, creatively. And I thought he did that. And and once I go back and look at the the tape, I'm pretty sure I'm going to come away with at least six plays where I'm like, that was cool. That was nice. Go back to that. You can use action off of it and build on top of it. I just hope nobody from up top comes down and says, oh, no, 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 we got to get back to cowboy football, eye formation, run up the A-gap type of shit. I'm not saying that happened last year, but there was rumors about that. So 
Uh, I hope they just let Mike McCarthy continue to to help mold this kid, if that's what's happening. Man, man. But uh, thanks. I appreciate you letting me on, Scott, man. Yeah. Cowboy Nation, celebrate the win. Enjoy it. Yes, it was just the Giants, but it doesn't matter. They all count towards the one win, right? So enjoy the win, celebrate it, and uh, on to Washington, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. It, it absolutely does not matter, especially when your backup is in Oh, crap. I didn't your backup is in there. You, you got to take these victories, right? And I said this when we did the cookout and shouted out Cooper Rush. It, it They just it flowed so well together. It flowed so well. And one, one of the things that we've all given Keller more credit for is being able to dial it up against man coverage. And Wink is a stubborn mup, right? Like Wink is not going to come out of what he does, and he didn't. He didn't, but it felt like every time he tried something, there was an answer to it, right? And Cooper Rush, 21 for 31, 215, a touchdown, should have been more than that. QBR of 68, rating of 98, would have been more than that if dudes catch the rock. But you saw him be patient when he needed to be patient. You saw him be quick when he needed to be quick. And all week we were talking about how Wink is going to do this and do that. But if you can block it up, and if they know, if you if you read it correctly, right, pre-snap or even post, where it's coming from, there's going to be opportunities. You just got to be able to get to it. And boy, they could not, I mean, no sacks, right? No sacks on Cooper Rush. I don't know how many pressures it was. We'll get to those numbers later on in the week. But kudos to this offensive line, too. Right? Like, so many players that you could talk. Tyler Smith. You know what I mean? Tyler Biotish. Terrence, my cousin, steal. Something like three pressures allowed on the entire season. I wasn't really too concerned about him after week one. It was just penalties. when The game was fine, and now he's just continued to get better. Kudos to this offensive line. Everybody is raising a level of play, including the coaches, right? I just love to see it, man. Keep this up. We got Shavant. I haven't heard from Shavance in a good minute, man. What's up, Shavance? How you feeling on this beautiful Victory Tuesday? I'm feeling great on this Victory Tuesday. Uh, definitely a lot better than I did after Week One. That's mm. for sure. Oh boy, we was all we was uh, all feeling um, it Week One. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was I was ready to give up on us uh, right away, but I mean, I forgot my own advice. We were gonna have a slow start. It was gonna be uh, a work in progress, given you know, having to rebuild the line and everything. But um, I don't know if it was our criticism or if uh, Coach McCarthy finally started using his analytics and noticed that he studied so hard for in that year off and noticed that we're, like, undefeated when we run the ball. But we finally started running the ball, and yeah. we started winning games. Oh, my God. That that I mean, I think McCarthy knows what you're talking about because he said the target number is 30. So, you know, I don't know what that magic number is. I know it's out there, but I know something like 125 rush yards. Dallas hasn't lost a game or something like something crazy like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why that wasn't the plan coming in. How many times all season did we say, yo, we got to lean on this run game? That That's just that's just the way the Dallas Cowboys is going to have to win this year in general. That's how they, quote unquote, built the team. And now they're doing that. Well, and, um, and look what's going on. I was going to say, um. The reason why I always said stick with the run, I mean, you could see it in last night's game. 
yeah, they ran successfully most of the game, but when they really started making big gashes, it was like fourth quarter. They started wearing the defense down, and and Pollard's breaking through with 12-yard runs. Zeke's breaking through with big runs. You just kind of got to well, stick with it. And, they had 125. And ru- they had 125 rush yards in the first half, and I think that was the most in the first half since 2017. So the run game was working just all night. All right, well, I mean, as far as that number, here's what we can say. Well, it was the Giants. But no, they would have run against they would have run against another team, too. Maybe not to that degree, but they would have run. They would have still run. Yeah, we ain't doing and that. And that's why they were more successful. We ain't, what helps the We best. ain't doing this was the Giants. I don't give a damn who it was. You know, I, I truly don't care, you know, because, because he stuck to it. And then he played yeah. off of that. And that's just, just what you have to do with this team. Well, you know what? Last week is where I was really impressed with the run because and it's all tight at the end. Instead of going all pass-happy, they stuck with the run, and that's what I believe got us through and got us over that hump and, and got us that Come on, last week? And week two. We had week two. Well, no. Uh, I believe last week it was, run, it was Cooper Rush. Huge. They didn't run the ball at the end right. of the game. No, no, no. I mean, like, the whole game. Over the entirety of the game, because they Bro, had good bounce. We we the Cowboys they, didn't uh, score any points really after the didn't. first quarter. It's all right. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. The the run wears them down. If you run them, you're wearing a defense down. Okay. Whether it's for passing or setting up play action no, or I'd, whatever it is. Sure, yeah, yeah I, I don't disagree with that. Strategy of the run is to wear them down. Anyway. I'm just happy. Oh, dude, last night they said, all right, Peters is in. First play, right between Peters and Smith. First what was it, like 25 yards? No, no, I no. I was like, yeah, baby. 46 <laughs> yards. Yo, yes, that's right. My 46 bad. yards. That's yeah. exactly right. And he, and he had the ceiling block on the inside. I was like, yes. Damn. Yes. This is what we were waiting for. This is what we were waiting for. So, I was really excited to see that and the remainder of the game. Um, I just hope they can sustain this, and I hope they right. take this balanced offense into the playoffs because I feel like oh, that's what's been killing us. One week at a time, man. We done been I, through I, this. I, we done been through this. We done been through this. Uh, Let's take this one week at a time, Chavance. One week at a time, man. Let's go ahead and celebrate this victory, then we're going to move on to the – to the to the Washington football people, and we'll see where we're at in, in in twelve weeks. Don't go getting superstitious on me. It ain't got nothing to do with superstitious. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with it. It's, this is this is. I don't know if you've been watching the shows, but I've been talking about. Hey, this is week to week. This is how we got to do this thing week to week in this league, as you can see. And uh, looking too far ahead will get you in trouble. It can. Uh, Appreciate I'm, the call, those events. Don't hurt me. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Stay up, Cowboys Nation. Peace. Indeed. We got a couple super chats. Well, not a couple. We got a lot of super chats. Let me get to them real quick. Let me hang them up right here. And boom. Here we go. Super chat. Uh, King Element, the first super chat. Let me know. Let me know why they were shading on Noah Brown like he was prime Calvin Johnson. N- Noah Brown. Didn't have the most targets, but he did have seven. So, and 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 I think Wink probably went into that game like, "Hey, this is the guy that he connects with the most, right?" Because backup play with Cooper Rush, 
really. I think it got it came in the same year or something like that. So probably that's probably why they were shading him, but they got to come to a point where hey, CD Lamb is the one getting the rock. There we go. Super chat. Jeremy Parker said, let's talk about Jason Peters at left guard earlier in the stream. Absolutely, we did. Um, I, I can't wait to go back and watch the tape, but that one run, if that showed me anything, I want to see the rest of the tape. I'm excited to see the rest of that tape. Super chat. Hey, Aaron said, y'all ever seen a 240-pound linebacker, 250, be engaged by a tackle and then run over a guard? Me neither. Micah, and he did it again to a running back. That's why I said I almost put Micah Parsons in my cookout at the grown folk table. Because I know what he was dealing with. And he said he was only 60%. Dude, dude put two people's children on the ground. The, the first one, the guard that he put on the ground, I think he surprised himself. Because he looked down like, oh, then got back up and tried to go to the uh, to the quarterback. But Mike is a cyborg, man. He he don't make any sense. He was created in a lab. He's the guy you make on Madden. 99 everything. Super chat. Peyton Hendershot is ready now, says Lemetra. Peyton Hendershot had that 29-yard gain. Um, but but I but I would slow down. Uh he did have two bad penalties in the game, but he made up for it with that 29-yarder. But good good showing overall, I think, for the rookies. They they both had actually their their hiccups in that game. But this is the first game, right? The first game they actually are playing with the lights on. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more if we need to. We know we can win without Dawn Schultz. Another thing. Like not only didn't you have Dak. You didn't have Dalton Schultz. You didn't have uh, uh, your left tackle. You didn't have uh, Michael Gallup, which was a surprise. J. Ron Curse. I mean, man, Mike McCarthy, he gets these guys ready to play. Got to give him gotta give him his credit. Super chat. Eagles are trash. Where is the clown? Don't call him a clown, man. Where's the clown that said, oh, wait, there was that is a clown, and I'm sorry. Where is the clown that said New York would put up 44? Who thought in their right mind that New York Giants would put up 44 points? I would have loved to make a bet with that dude. Super. Come on. Super chat. Common Sense uh, Lab with the donation says, first time we saw fight in Kellen Moore when he was yelling at refs or no call for Noah Brown. Huh. Super chat. Eagles are trash. You think we can keep Wilson and Curse on the field with Hooker not being sacrificed? Oh, for sure. I mean, that, that's the plan, right? They 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 run the big nickel. That that was going to be the case until J-Ron got hurt. You saw Marquise Bell get in the game. You saw Israel McQuamo get in the game as everybody is trying to fill in for J-Ron Curse. When J-Ron Curse comes back, I think you're going to see Dono back in that kamikaze role back there just roaming while uh, J-Ron plays the box more where he's more of a secure tackler. I, got, I love Dono. He has some missed tackles. He also has some great plays. Dude, I love him. I call him D-Hit. He going to hit you. He's physical. He's fast. He's aggressive. I, I, I love his attitude. I, I love what he brings to this defense. Sometimes he's going to do something, something goofy. Although I don't blame him on, on smacking the ball. I don't think he saw the referee. I think he thought dude was throwing the ball, so he smacked it. Uh, but he's also going to get you some late hits. He's like, yeah, those things are going to happen, but... Man, Donovan Wilson, J. Ron Curse, Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker was, was making tackles and wrapping up. Your first three safeties are fine. They're fine. And then last one until we get back to the phones. Special K. Super chat. They thought we was going to be 0-3 after week three. Come on, man. But guess what, Sky? We still them boys. 
Not I'm listen. I'm gonna bring it back. What I say? Hey, set it off, Chris. After this, after this, this uh, Washington football, mm, maybe I hold off to. After the Rams, if Dallas comes out on top of that game, try not to look too far ahead. Oh, we bringing back we them boys. Not not the song, not the not the the Wiz Khalifa dip. No 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 no. We bringing back my man. I forget his name, but we gotta earn that back. We gotta earn that back. Uh, Ham Zone seventy one. With a super chat. Super chat. Says they need to keep the same game plan even when Dak come back. 100%. 100%. All right. Back to the phone lines here. 972, what it is, what it do. It's Los. I'm going to talk about. I was going to say, you forgot <laughs> me already. Good. Right. <laughs> go ahead, man. What's Down. up? Walking, man. Hey. Let me tell you something. First, I only got two things to say, and I'll say it off my chest. What a great win. You know, I, I hate the Giants, but, you know, LT even better when we beat those Philly. You know, you I'm see, not trying to get too ahead. You see LT was a little but, salty. You see that? Ahead. LT was a little bit salty. Yeah. He said. But, he, let me say this. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Let me say this real quick. Mm. Uh, Scott. That game you saw yesterday, was this the worst officiating game, like, one way that you've seen it? Or am no. I just tripping about that? No. Because... It's just a normal Dallas Cowboys uh, game to me. It was a normal Cowboys game? Normal Dallas Cowboys game. I told y'all, I'm done. I'm I'm done whining and crying over these referees. We're just not... It, it, we're just not going to get the calls that we all think we're going to get, no matter how blatant it is. You know, I, I may say, oh, that was a bad missed call, or how did you not see it? And then I'm done with it. I'm, what's the point, Los? This is this has been for 20 years. But go ahead. Yeah, and exactly, and I'm not trying to complain about it. No, you, you, damn, I'm not I telling could. you not to complain. I'm done complaining. You can. That's what the phone lines is for. Do your thing. But yeah, but I'm like, damn, some of these calls that they missed were outrageous, guy. Outrageous. Cool, and my and the, and the and there's one play that they call a hinder shot, which was tiki tack. But to call that on us, and to blatantly not call them, like them tackling a guy down to the ground, like that, I don't know. They got to fix that. And I don't know, I don't know if it's a league thing or I don't know, but something has to give there. And I just hope, as us as Cowboys, we keep overcoming that. And that's all I have to say about that. Now, my second thing. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. I don't care, man. The referees. Go ahead. It's off, man. Hey, CD, Rush, and Zeke, this offensive line as a whole has been solid all around. And, yes, they didn't, you know, we haven't, we didn't push the ball first half like we wanted to, but second half, Kellen showed some promise. He utilized Shit. Tony. He utilized You know. Shoot, CD Lamb dropped a goddamn 50-yard bomb. It pushed the ball. The, the score was six. To, the score was six to three in that first half, and it should have been like seventeen to three. It, it was ridiculous, but hey, man, it happens. Exactly. So, like, I have optimism that this offense is going to keep on clicking. Let's just hope we don't change anything, and let's keep on being the. You know, I, I this is. I don't want to say this word, Scott, because it's scary, but. Let's keep on building this identity we have. And let's, you know, see what we go from there. 
let's see where we go from there. Defense first, and you know, let's and let's help our defense and with our offense. Indeed, All right, peace, guys. Appreciate you. He brought up something right there, the I word, which we we what was our identity? We didn't know even in week one. We didn't know what the hell we wanted to do. Clearly, you see something building. And I think it's important to stay with that identity because I think you saw Wink Martindale have to adapt to what they thought the Cowboys were going to do. They came out. I mean, I have to go back and look, but it seemed like they used a lot more heavy formations with their linebackers, something that they were they did in week one against Derrick Henry, obviously running team, as opposed to bringing in the, the big nickel. And I mean, it didn't work. But, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, but it looked like that. I kept looking over and was like, yo, it looked like they got more linebackers in the game than we thought they'd have. But that's why it's important to have that identity. Because guess what? Now I can do play action off of that, and I got these putrid linebackers trying to guard my tight ends that are athletic. Or I got a safety, excuse me, trying to guard my slot receiver. Or I got one of those backers trying to guard one of the the, uh, running backs in the backfield. Now, they weren't involved. They didn't get involved. Uh, in the passing game, but nonetheless, that is an option you got there. And play action, you you get a linebacker to step forward. These dudes ain't Michael Parsons. You know, they're not recovering fast enough, and now you got a big, giant window to throw into, and you just got to make it. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that happened on one of the C.D. Lamb catches and just a beautiful throw, allow C.D. Lamb to sit down, first down. Got to have an identity, man. Uh, L said, what did... So, so what did LT say? So I, I don't know if this was after the game, but it looked like it was. LT's walking off the field. They ask him about Michael Parsons. He's salty. LT said, yeah, he, he played good. But let's see if he can keep it up for 13 years. What the hell, LT? I mean, it's 17 games. Relax. I just want to know how you thought he played. Don't be mad because your Giants lost. They do. LT was I got time for this. Y'all made me come out here for this game where he, where he only played at 60% and still was whooping on dudes. I think LT was mad. Let's see if he can do it for 13 games. Well, let's see if you can stay off the book. Um, Let's get to uh, let's get to James from Cali before I get in trouble. What's good? <laughs> nah, that's all right. You ain't going to get in trouble, man. Hey, well, yeah, man but no, he's I'll- a little hater, man. You know, I don't like that. Hey, I'll stick it up for you. But hey, uh, today's barbecue does smell kind of kind of nice. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, um, uh, I I really uh, like I, some of the points I was gonna touch on. I mean, you guys weren't discussing, so yeah, I'm gonna throw it out there anyway, just because that's kind of what I was gonna do. But uh, yeah, CD Lamb in the first half, man, Mr. Butterfingers, he's got to get that under control. Oh my gosh, that 50 bro! Yard bomb could have been a touchdown. I think it could have been, anyway. been a touchdown. And then he dropped another one that could have got us in field goal range. I, I'm sitting here. It, I, exactly. I, I, exactly. I think I think my man, I think Vach is in the chat. If, if everybody in the chat, y'all know how I feel, you know, when I did the whole. Hogan, we coming for you. I, I was like this just the whole time. Just come on, <laughs> right. CD. Catch the ball, man. You're making I me look stupid. I did the stupid. same thing when I was over at Chili's over yeah. here in Nevada. I was doing the same shit. Like, oh, my God. And then tackling Noah <laughs> Brown in the end zone, it was blatant as hell. Excuse my language. I don't know if I'm allowed to test on the show, but dang, I'm blatant as hell. And isn't there like a usually a a, a back judge usually right on the uh, back uh, side of the touchdown on the line yeah. there? I mean, how do you not see that? He was clearly tackled, Noah Brown, James, was, and we didn't get no flag. James, 
what what did you what you what you think is gonna happen, dog? Like th- we not getting it's the calls. Cowboys. I know it, yeah, it, it's, we, it's a double standard. We don't always get the calls, and it just is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I know. I've been a Cowboy fan for forty years. I know how that rolls, man. I just like to get a little salty every now and again and try to throw my hands up. Like, come on, man. I mean, I, I know it ain't gonna happen, but you know what I mean. It's just retarded. But the other thing I was gonna say is I I don't know where you stood on this. I, I I've forgotten, but. Um, as far as Jason Peters goes, if he plays like that at guard all the time, I'm cool with letting uh, uh, Smith stay, uh, Tyler stay out at left tackle. Hell. Let's have uh, uh, Peters at guard. He looked good. Well, I, did, I didn't know. I didn't see. But if he looked good, man, but I know that one play he looked good. Oh, he, he did. If he going to do that shit, yeah, absolutely. You know? if he came in, man, what was it, 46 yards keep he wrapped up? Very first play, man. Very first play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'm going like to be, it, man. Yeah, anyway, what, that's all I pretty much got. A lot of my uh, talking points were pretty much uh, kind of took away, but hey, it is it is what it is, you know. But um, I just want to tell you, Sky, before you before I, I get off this phone, man, I really do. Out of all the YouTubers, uh, I mean, for my favorites, you and Vach are my favorite too. Yeah. I can't wait in the mornings to, for you to get on. I, I I love how you you analyze things and you spit it out there. It's easy for people to understand. I like it. I love it. I love the show. And I also man. love when you and Vox get together too. That's awesome. Man, I appreciate that, James. You know, you, you guys understand. Oh, you're very welcome, man. Thank we you. appreciate you too. Thank you. You have a good day. You too. Let me tell you something right now. Let me say this. I, I'm interested to see what it looked like with Jason Peters going to his right in the run game. If I'm sold on that, I'm sold. Only one game, but I'm I'm sold. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I don't want it to be flipped, but it that wasn't happening. Once we found out Jason Peters was going to be playing left guard, I that's not happening anymore. Now let's see what this looks like. Tyler Smith is playing phenomenal ball out there at left tackle. Let's see what. I'm a man. I'm 40. Jason Peters at 40 years old looks like at left guard going to his right. Because that, that was my my main concern. When I watched him in the, well, not only my main concern because he didn't play left guard. But when I watched his tape from last year, um, I came on here and told you, I thought his pass blocking was great. I thought he looked, he didn't lose a step in his pass blocking. His run blocking, he clearly lost a step. And it was mostly trying to get in front of some of those three techs and, and walling them off and sealing them off or getting to the reach block. That's a big boy. That's a house. He don't play guard. So can he get that? Get to that step? Is he going to give up that leverage? Give up that angle? Um, I don't know. These are these are little intricacies. These are small things. But clearly, he can do things to the left side, right? Like if you're running right behind him and he doesn't have to do that other stuff. I mean, you saw what happened. It looked fantastic. So why wouldn't I be a fan of something that worked? You know what I mean? <laughs> Y'all love that Gundy clip, huh? <clears throat> All right, we got one, two, three callers left. Let's do it. 912, what it is, what it do? What up, John? Woo, what's goody, man? Make it quick, because I got unless you got me on speaker, you yeah. want to take me off, because I can't. It's a lot of noise in that background. Uh, but the offensive line. Much better, much line. better. They control the line, they win the game, right? Yes, indeedy. So I'm, I'm not even going to talk about the line because I already knew if we control the line, we control the game. All right, so, but I want to talk about the others. Who's your right? others? People who have played organized football, 
you understand that, like my offensive coordinator told me when I played quarterback in high school, it's easy to game plan against him, but it's not possible to game plan against them. So Turpin getting involved, getting the football in his hands, and, and yeah. uh, knowing that, hey, I could do this in a regular season too, not just the preseason. Same thing with Hendershot. You know, he had his, you know, his rookie mistakes, but he got the football in his hand, and he got to make a play. So, yeah, I'm not just a preseason player. I can do this in the season too. So I think for guys like Hendershot and Turpin and obviously Noah Brown has been getting into action, we just need, you know, the the rookie third-round pick receiver to, from South Alabama to, to get the football in his hands and make a play too and, and have the attitude like, yo, I can do this in the season, not just the preseason. Yeah, and I think that's, that's what's going to raise the Cowboys to a higher level because like my offensive coordinator told me in, in high school when I played QB, Yo, it's easy to game plan against him, but it's not possible to game plan against them. And so I'm excited to see the others get the football in their hands and make a play. That's that's all I have to say. All right, man. Good call. I'm going to talk about that a little bit here in regards to Caterpin. Appreciate you, man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kevontae Turpin, while his, he didn't touch the rock, he played two snaps week one, five snaps week two, eight snaps week three. Slowly but surely, he's getting more involved in that offense. Now I'm just waiting for him to, to pop one. Now maybe what they're doing at this moment is, is saying, hey, we'll put that in the tuck. We don't necessarily need it. But um, so what I'm going to do, until proven otherwise, he ain't going to be on my X-Factors no more. I done put him on my X-Factors two times out of the first three weeks, and he hasn't really been used in that way. But I do think at some point this season, he will have one of those X-Factor type of plays. Flat out. Well, yeah, so let me let me say this, Paul. Awesome return in this game again, by the way. You know, he was a guy that was my X-Factor. You know what? Maybe I should talk about the X-Factor part because he was the X-Factor in regards to returning. But to be fair, I was more so looking at him um, as a receiver as well. But he almost, <laughs> he's that close to taking one to the crib. That, it's coming. It's definitely coming. And we, we talked about this um earlier in the week might have been friday or might have been monday earlier late last week or early this week the giants gave up the third most punt return yards the sixth most kick return yards for whatever reason they short kicked it to turpin i thought it was hilarious and it got lucky he still had a good return i think we got it about the 37 yard line and then later in that game they punted it to turpin might have outkicked their coverage and turpin got a fantastic return I bet you what's going to happen in that in that film room, though. Bones is going to give you some shit. Bones is going to be like, hey, Turpin, man, you got tackled by a punter, right? But that's good, right? That's, 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 that's friendly banter. Do that. So next week, when the whoever their punter is for the Washington football people, it's in his head, I am not letting no punter take me down. It's coming. Turpin's going to get you a couple this year, y'all. 100%. He's going to get you a couple. Shout out to the chat, man. Y'all killing it. Uh, over 700 people in here. Appreciate y'all, Bomb Squad. Bomb Squad! We ain't even going to do a fan focus comment of the day. We just, all y'all, all y'all are part of the fan focus, man. Presented by Boston Scientific. Did you know, and you should by now, that diabetes, heart disease, and prostate cancer procedures can't contribute to ED? Many men aren't aware of this or all of the treatment options that a board-certified urologist can offer. 
Understand your options and learn where you can find an ED specialist in your area. Visit edcure.org to get the facts and find a urologist who can work on a treatment option for you when others do not work. Again, edcure.org, sponsored by Boston Scientific. Can y'all stop? Just, Just stop. You're listening to A to Z Sports. Do it live! At some point, hoping to broadcast in front of the millions of Cowboys fans to bring you the real. But for now, strap up and here's your host, Skywalker Steel. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. We'll do it live. I'm getting cooked. <laughs> Why do I keep doing this to myself? <laughs> Y'all terrible, man. Y'all terrible. I swear. Anyway, what's up, y'all? If you just dropped in, we, we've been reviewing this entire game from top to bottom. Just raw reactions to the Cowboys. 23-16 to 16 victory. They improved to 2 and one phone lines are locked. We got like two more, two more callers, and then we'll get to uh, get back to this chat, man. Y'all, something else, man. This guy's nephew looks great for his age. I swear, man. All right, let's get to seven one eight on the horn. What's good, seven one eight? What's good, Sky? What's up with you? So yeah, I call. I call. I, I'm trying to call it. Like I love the show. I love watching the show. I called in last week. I talked about the punt, the, the special teams and stuff. But this week, yeah, you were. I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know where was Evan Neal drafted and where was Tyler Smith drafted? Is that I? I can't really tell right now. Twenty one, twenty fourth, or whatever it was. And the other one, what top five, top ten? <laughs> and it, and it looks Evan like Neal it should got, be flipped. Whoa. Yeah. Every deal got smoked all game. Tyler Smith was in there. He looked like he, he looked like he like was the fifth round, the fifth like pick in the draft. Like that's honestly what I say. Like it it's like night and day, and it's and it's crazy that like I feel like the, the Cowboys are just they just know how to draft linemen. That, that's it. Like they they always gonna get their guy. Facts. It's, it's always that. And then another thing I want to say, Turpin showed up again. <laughs> Again, I thought he was Herbert, bro. Herbert. When you was it you who called in about the special team stuff and was like, "Hey, where do they yeah, where, yeah. where where the yards and all that stuff?" I promise you, right after that, yeah, I said, "Yeah." At, right after that, I went on um, I went to to look up more of them and look up the yardage, and that's when I found out that the Giants were third worst, and that's why I made Turpin yeah. the, the X factor in that department because I'm like, I mean, this might be the this might be the week. He almost did it last week against the Bengals, and he almost did it again. Eventually, we're going to say he ain't almost do it. He did it. Yeah, eventually, you're going to say, all right, so Turpin got like five by week week 10, and then we're going to be like, all right, he, he's the weapon now. If like, we that's get gonna five, be five by week 10, we, what's, what's that? We're going to be nine and one. I, I mean, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to happen. I feel like he's like he's like the second coming of Devin Hester. Like, he, he just has to, has to get that one break, and he's gone. I agree with you. Yeah. But yeah, this, 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 that, like, the whole line, it looks great. Other teams look great. Like, 
the special team set up that touchdown for CD. So it's it's crazy. Like it's, it's all it's 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 all they're playing. Together, and I think it's very complimentary. Very, they're playing complimentary football very well. Um, yeah, maybe even better than they did last year. More. He, he, he's calling it. He's calling some oh, nice plays. Like gosh. getting Hendershot open, getting CD Lamb, Noel Brown. He he's calling some. Hendershot got open. I was like, damn, that's a nice play. Well, I, don't, I mean, and and you know, you you know what's great? I can't wait to go watch it. I've been asking for these type of situations, right? Right, where if you look at week, even week two, to be honest with you, the first two weeks. You you saw a lot of contested catches, or you you didn't see guys necessarily schemed open, or if they were, we just didn't hit it. And I was like, I think they're going to go back to the drawing board, back to the film room, and say, hey, we got a chance here to do X, Y, Z. In this game, you saw so many people just running wide open, and I thought it had a lot to do with how they schemed it up. Yeah. And then Cooper Rush delivered it right on the money. So everything just complimented yeah. each other. You had Kellen who, who dialed up the right play. You had you had the line who executed. You had a rush who delivered. And you you should have had Lamb who caught yeah. one, but you had the receivers I, I, who also I, was catching the rock too. So from top to bottom, offensively, these guys were just in the zone. I think it's I think it's that worked that first week. Like they found out like nobody's getting separation, and now everybody's breaking free. Like they went back to the drawing board. Kellen Moore was like, "All right, so you got to run this route. Run, run and tip this guy. You get wide open." Like it's like. Like they they just picked up on something like they like Cullen Moore like took the switch into all of them like all the wide receivers getting separation all the wide receivers are getting are doing their their tipping and getting open. It's, I'm it telling you, good. man. I'm not I'm not gonna. Like, I'm telling you, man. I, I think Mike McCarthy sat down and, and said we got to simplify this thing. We don't need to yeah. be, to be running double triple reverses in, to open games. We don't we don't need to do yeah. this. Need to do that. Let's simplify this yeah. thing. Let's, he said, "Let's we have to talk about this play sheet and be smarter." And we haven't seen a yeah. trick play since. Yeah, and like it's it, like it's so it's so hilarious. Like tell them more. They're not dancing in the back in in the in ten yards in the backfield anymore. Like they're tossing out the TP. He's going for thirty yards. Yep. Like that's like that's. Let me let me tell you a play. Like all right, that. I mean, they, they had they had to have a, had a lot of uh, gonads in general in this game. In fourth down, they kept going for the fourth down. But third and what, like 13, backed up on their 15-yard line or something like that. I have to go back and watch. Instead yeah. of running a draw, instead of running a screen, instead of, you know, falling into Wink Martindale's trap and, and you know, dropping Cooper Rush back and trying to deliver it at that point in the game, I actually liked them doing an action where they had the line blocking down right, and then they, yeah. sent, they sent Tyler Smith out on a pull and said, Zeke, Go follow this god dang mountain. And he got you 13 yards. He used their aggressiveness yeah. against him. Very simple play. Probably a play that we wouldn't like in general. But he used the aggressiveness uh, against Wink and his boys and got Tyler Smith out there pulling, which, again, we talk about getting those boys out there pulling. Continue to do it. It works. And you got 13 or 15-yard gain. First down, keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah, just a, just a good call. Think about the Cowboys this year is Kellen Moore is not being predictable. Like, they were like, oh, they're going to run the ball. They're going to, oh, like, oh, they're going to pass the ball, and then they ran the ball. Oh, they're going to run the ball, and they pass the ball. Man, like, it was like, not oh, predictable. They're going to pass this ball. <laughs> they were going to, they were like, it's 30 to 13. Why are they going to, why are they going to pass it? Like, like why, why are they going to, why are they going to run the ball? They're like, oh, shit, he ran the ball, and he got the, it was crazy. I was like, damn, like, Kellen Moore was just, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I'm gonna let you go because I'm kind of I'm kind of at work right now rapping and. Oh, we want to get you fired, bro. We want to get you fired. Go, you go, you go talk your ish to to your uh, coworkers. Let them know, Cowboys Nation. What yeah. You say?
I love the show. I'm going to try to call into Roger's show, too, today. Uh, all right. Talk to Daryl. It's the way to wait for Roger's show. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, I know. I appreciate y'all waiting, man. But, yeah, I, I appreciate y'all. Right? Y'all, are, y'all are giving the content that we need. Every, after every win, after every loss, you guys are always there. But, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right, dog. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, too. Yeah, man, it was, again, I can't, as soon as I get off of this, I'm going to eat something real quick, and I'm jumping right back into the lab, and we're going we gonna to dissect this thing. It, it's a lot of fun plays. I can't wait to, to talk about tomorrow. But um, just just keep this mentality. Pack it up. Is it a home game? So we come back to Dallas. Pack it up. Bring this thing back at home where hopefully they continue to trend up. Offense, granted, it's bit by bit. Points are trending up. Defense. Points are trending down. Um, we're way early in the week. We'll get to the Washington football people. But another opportunity to get some turnovers next week. But, man, Kellen, what can I say? That was a, just a really good call game. In fact, I felt like in that game, like how when I watch Miami or when I watch uh, some other team that does all these cool things, and I'm like, man, why can't we copy that? We did. We did some things, man. We did some things, and I hope they continue to do it. Um, so shout out to Kelly. All right, one more call. We'll jump into the chat for a little bit and then got to get going. Uh three, two, one. What up though? What's up, Sky? What's up with you? So I wanna say a few things because I know some people are, you know, super excited about, you know, the win and everything. But gotta be. It's I gotta Tuesday. tell you, man, like yeah, I'm happy about a victory, but I'm also very disappointed with all the penalties. Oh. I'm disappointed with the big plays being called back, CeeDee Lamb dropping the ball too oh, much. Man. Those things are things that need to be addressed and worked on. These things have been going on since last year and the year before, and it seems like it's a repeating thing. But on a high note, I think somebody who we don't give enough credit to because I know we're always talking about Dan Quinn and Al Harris, Aiden Dirty doesn't get enough credit yeah, for what he's done with this defensive line. Coach AD, like, yeah. He is the unsung hero of the defense that nobody really even mentions anymore. Here's the thing. My, I think the unsung hero is uh, Joe Witt. I, the mm. reason why I think people are, are – I hate to use the word hesitant on AD because shout out to Coach AD. Like, don't get me wrong. It's because Dan Quinn's main objective as a defensive coach is the defensive line. So he is directly working with these guys in the film room on the field. So I think a lot of that credit goes to to Dan Quinn. But I, I think some of that has to trickle down to AD as well. So let's go ahead and give AD some of his flowers too, man. Yeah. And then – um. Also, uh, I don't know if you've really been paying attention to it enough or anything like that, but LVE, he ain't been playing too bad this year. He's been playing better than he was last year, too. He's been a little more physical, sticking his nose in there, not running from contact, trying to go in and push the pile. He's, he's been uh, jumping in the pile now. He's, he's still much a, very much a catcher, but he's been he's been much better at it, and when he doesn't have to worry about anybody in front of him, he's been straight lining to the, to the ball carrier this year. Now, this game, again, I got to go back and watch the film. I, I didn't pay attention to LVE um, as much, so I can't give any. I can't give you my opinion on how he played. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the first two weeks of the season, LV, the 
there was some plays in week one. But LVE, we had to shine a light on him in week two for sure. Maybe we'll shine the light on him again after, you know, I go back and watch the tape. But I, mean, I didn't hear his name. I guess that's a good thing. But it also could mean he wasn't making plays. I don't know. But doesn't seem like LVE has been a liability per se. And I think it has a lot to do with, I don't know if you watched the show the other day. I think Anthony Barr is a fantastic kind of yin to yang to LVE. When Jalen Smith was here, you had two dudes who was catching. You had two dudes who were hesitant. You had two dudes who really didn't want to smoke. Anthony Barr, while he didn't wrap up, we talked about you got to wrap up against Saquon Barkley, and Barkley ended up scoring a touchdown. Anthony Barr is sticking his nose in there first, right? And I think he's helping create for LVE to not have to get too dirty all the time. So I think they play off each other very well, but I got to go back and see how he played in this game. Yeah, I was actually going to say that too now that you brought it up because I forgot about that. That had Anthony Barr made the tackle in the hole, Saquon doesn't break. He doesn't break nothing, yeah. Yeah, he, he you know, you got to wrap up. We, we talked about the other day, man. Wrap up, contain. That's all you got to do on Saquon. No offense to Saquon Barkley, but it's not like he did anything special yesterday except for break that tackle, and then he hit the outside, and you didn't contain, right? Donovan Wilson, Malik Hooker, you, you, didn't, you didn't fill in right, and boom, you get a touchdown. Yeah, because Saquon, he's more of a, a – he's a, he's a small back – mentality in a big back body he doesn't run like he's supposed to like i promise you this if he ran more like zeke he would be a better running back if he ran more like let me get between these tackles hit the hole he's always looking to try to bounce it back and spin and stuff like that like sometimes as a you know as a power back and a big back you got to learn how to going to take what you can get and that's what I was very proud of Zeke last night. He took what he can get. Oh, and Kellen Moore called a toss play on the right time. Finally, he called a toss play at the right time. Man. On that third down that Tyler Smith led uh, Zeke on. Yep, I was just talking about that. Third and 13. I, I mean, I could be jumping the gun. Again, this is raw reactions. I haven't went back. I haven't even watched the regular view, right? I come on here. I kind of have. I like kind of doing this before I go look. But I'm going to go out on the limb and say this, this is top three called games for Kellen Moore. Top three. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, and um, honestly, I would like to see, um, because this is my last point, I would just like to see uh, Kellen Moore keep utilizing the run game and keep being more creative. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be against him trying to be more like Kyle Shanahan when it comes to the run game. Yes. Use it and don't lose it. I'm with you, man. Appreciate the call. Good call, man. Yes, sir. And that'll do it for today's Pulse of the Nation presented by the Cochran Firm. 1-800-THE-FIRM. Hey, Tariq, don't kill me, man. I haven't went back and watched LVE. He said, I think Reese says, stop it, man. LVE sucks or something along those lines. Where it go? He said, get out of here, Sky. LVE sucks. He cannot shed no blocks. I mean, it's true. He can't, he can't shed blocks. But but Reek, let's be nice. Let's be nice. We don't have to go there. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good lord. <laughs> I don't know how LVE played. I didn't go back and watch, man. But uh, within the first three weeks, I don't know if he's been a liability. He has on certain plays. A lot of people have on certain plays. Let's be nice. Now I'm just playing. I'll go back and look, but. Y'all know me. I've always been 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 eager and antsy for an upgrade. 
in week three. What y'all think? Week five, maybe week six. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to see Anthony Barr take over that role, and then bring in Jabril Cox and see what we got more from an athletic standpoint, from a different standpoint. I don't know if we're there just quite yet, but I feel like Anthony Barr, Micah Parsons, and Jabril Cox is potential for the playmaking level to rise. So we'll see. I go back and look. But let's be nice. Let's be. <laughs> All right. We got any more super chat before I get up out of here. I got. Eh, eh. Nope. We good. We good on the super chat. All right, y'all. What y'all want to talk about here on the way out? We got about five minutes. If that. I don't know if I'm be able to hold that thing on long. Um, Jabril was dressed last night. Jabril was dressed for special teams purposes because of. Uh, uh, what's the cat's name, y'all? having a brain fart now luke gifford luke gifford was out with the hamstring so that's why jabril was was dressed but if, if lve micah or uh shoot even jabril might not even get no tick if if luke gifford's playing but if lve micah or anthony barr are not injured you probably won't see jabril cox out there you probably won't satellite sunny says sky three weeks three touchdowns allowed this defense is there man this defense, coming into the season, it felt like it was a championship defense. It was always about, can the offense, I don't need it to repeat. Like, that's that wasn't going to happen, given the situation. But I do need it, to, I need it to be, you know, find itself. And when can it find itself? And maybe it's finding itself early, as opposed to late. Will said, we needed Cox to stop Daniel Jones last night. Well, you noticed, I mean, I don't know how late they decided to make this change, but um, Donovan Wilson started to spy Daniel Jones and <laughs> almost took that man's head off. Man. Almost took his head off. Shout out to you, TC915. He said, I want to I want to talk about how we don't have 700 likes. Come on, guys. Hey, listen, if you're enjoying this show, this raw reaction after the Cowboys victory, please do me a favor. Hit that like button. I appreciate that. Fresh says, Sam will get his first sack next week. Busy said, what do I think about Israel Mukwamu? Um, I pointed him out when he came in yesterday, but I'd be lying to you if I, if I just, if I said I was focused on him. But we'll go back and watch. I, again, week one, I think he had a couple snaps, looked fine. Week two, same thing. So looking like we got a nice little safety group. I already was confident in those first three. And then Izzy and Bell showed us something in the preseason, but we knew they weren't going to get too much tick. Unless somebody got hurt. Suge Midnight. This is interesting. Because Devin Harper could be that athletic middle linebacker if you're not going to put Michael Parsons in the middle, which I would put Michael Parsons in the middle. <laughs> we'll have a conversation. I I'll go look at him. But I, 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 yeah. I don't want to be the anybody but. Shout out to Vach. I don't want to be the anybody but guy for LVE. But I like athletic backers, man. I like backers that ain't scared of the smoke. I like backers that has, has potential to be play, playmakers. And um, Harper, while he's a rookie, I wouldn't mind seeing what's up. Not saying he has to play there all game, but getting some snaps. Yes, indeed, Professor O. I can't wait to go watch Big Bo. Bars. We, we gave Big Bo a plate last week and immediately out the gate, he made a difference 
early in that game. Um, dealing with the next situation, but he is unsung heroes. Again, I don't know. We'll go back and watch, but unsung heroes early in the season so far. Quentin Bohanna has to be up there. He has to be up there. Yeah, they got him for that flag, Paul. That was whack. Yes, Rod Rodnell says Sky upgrade is coming with with uh, Clark. Next, the way I came in this year about the linebacker group prior to them getting Anthony Barr will be completely flipped next year. If Damone Clark comes back, he's fine. He checks out fine. Jabril Cox, Michael Parsons, Devin Harper. This group is ridiculously athletic, and Damone Clark can be that middle linebacker guy. But that's another discussion. That's that's next year. Uh, Tony O. So do I think Tyler needs to go back to guard? I got to go watch the tape on Jason Peters, but... If Jason Peters looked like he looked on that first play and in pass blocking, right? And I want to see how he moves right. Listen, I know it's one game, but I might have seen enough, Tonio. But the best five until going up into that game was, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. I, I wanted to see left tackle play like all pro left tackle or pro bowl left tackle, be at left tackle and slide Tyler in that guard. Here's the thing what I'm, I'm learning about Tyler Smith. I don't think it really matters where you put him. Some people just that good. I think Tyler Smith at left guard, Tyler Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at right tackle. I just think he'd be that that good of a player. Now, will you have some hiccups? That's what happens. He's a rookie. It's going to happen. But Tyler Smith has far exceeded expectations from a left tackle standpoint. And it was always two sides to the argument that you can make. Development versus best five. Now the best five just looks funky because you're putting the left tackle at left guard and not the other way around. You're kind of got the best of both worlds here now if if he pans out to be a left guard. And hell, they might put McGovern back in there. But you got the best of both worlds because now Tyler can still develop like a lot of people want him to. And technically, your best fives out there is just not the way you would imagine. Conventional wisdom would be to put the left tackle where he's at. But he got 14 snaps. I'm going to watch all 14 of them. And honestly, man, if, if we check out, if he checks out, if he's, you know, you know, he's 40. What am I looking at here? I'm a man. I'm 40. He's 40. We talked about it in the, in the pre in pregame. Let's see what he got. Give him some some reps. I don't like the whole in and out thing. That, that's not really, I'm not a fan of that. But they did it. So let's go review it. And um, rip the Band-Aid off, right? Like, don't play around with this next week. Rip it off. Throw Peters in there and let's see what he can do for a full game so we can have our uh we can have the data and then they can decide do we put McGovern back in it, it's so funny because at first it was hey man listen if we have to have this conversation it's a good thing about Tyler Smith now it's hey man if we have to have this conversation about McGovern going back in it's a good thing about Jason Peters not ideal but it is what it is of course I love that job Hope that answered your, your question there, Tony. Tony, whatever the name was, I'm sorry. He's a swing left side. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. I'm hating that. Stay off that booger sugar. All right. Good morning after reaction show, y'all. Do me a favor on the way out. Hit that like button. We'll get Mauricio Rodriguez on later tonight to review the game as well. A to Z Sports Primetime. I... We'll be back later, about three-ish. Shout out to the three-ish mafia. 
the Vox Lombardi Live Show on the volume and on Vox Lombardi's channel, by the way. Check me out. Ride shotgun with my guy, Vox. We'll be celebrating. Probably bring out the chain. Probably bring out the glasses. We'll be celebrating, you know. And then tomorrow, check me back out in the morning. I'm going to try to break out the film. We'll look at some of my favorite plays from this game. And you might see me getting my nerd bag, but we're going to have a good time with it as we always do, man. So I appreciate y'all for being here. I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> this is crazy. I got to touch this button, man. But I'll be in trouble. Appreciate y'all, man. Hey, if you want to know where to find me, just look at the DFW Turf Ticker, the number one artificial turf in the DFW area. Follow me on Twitter, at Skywalker Steel. I will see y'all later. And give my guy most some love later on tonight, too. We out of here.